Hello and welcome to the Future Father Dave podcast. Join me, a Catholic seminarian, each week as I share the story of my vocation and prepare to embark upon the journey of a lifetime as a Catholic priest. So good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another great episode of the Future Father Dave podcast. Um, I come, come to this episode with a heart full of joy and gratitude for the wonderful week that it's been here at St. Meinrad for Thanksgiving. Um, we had a lot of visitors in town for Thanksgiving. We had our annual gathering with Glen Mary and all the men in formation, um, and it really was uh, a joyful and special day um, for all of us. Um, we had uh, our not only our other men who are not studying here come visit, but we had our whole formation team come visit, our president and our vice president, as well as the Glen Mary sisters came, and we even had a, a handful of vocation prospects as well uh, who are looking to join Glen Mary. So a very exciting time for everybody, and um, yeah, it was just... A great reminder of the wonderful community that I'm a part of and how blessed I am to be here. So, uh, yeah, with that, I will jump right into a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord Jesus, I come before you in a spirit of thanksgiving, um, thankful for all the many blessings and the gifts that you've placed into my life, um, especially reflecting on those who uh, do without, those who... Um, don't have enough to eat or people people in their lives to support them and encourage them. Um, it just makes the blessings that you have poured into my own life all the more tangible, all the more real. Um, help me to appreciate those blessings that you have provided for me and to use those and draw on those as sources of encouragement in my own life as I strive to continue to be your hands and feet in the world, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. So with that, I will go ahead and jump into my rosebud thorn for this week. Um, my rose was having all of our visitors here for Thanksgiving. Um, it was really, really a wonderful, wonderful time. Uh, as I said before, we had about 30 folks uh, joining us. Uh, well, 30 folks total, including all the folks that, li the, that live here. But typically, we will use a retreat center in Kentucky and Bowling Green, but that retreat center was under renovations this year, so we had to pivot and move everything to St. Meinrad. And it was the first time that we had brought everybody here to St. Meinrad, and I think it worked out really well. Um, and so we may continue that into the future. We'll see, see how that works out. Um, but yeah, that was definitely the highlight of the week was being able to spend some time with all those folks uh, from the formation department. And we had bowling and cornhole and soccer and just lots of food and fellowship. It was really great. So um, yeah, it was a nice break from school and classes and essays and all that kind of stuff. So my bud for this week is that I made plans with my friend Matt from Clemson and he lives in the Nashville area and in two weeks when I leave for my winter break mission assignment with Glen Mary I will be driving 
pretty close to Nashville, Tennessee, and I'm going to stop in Nashville for a night and spend spend some time with Matt. So that'll be really good to to reconnect with him. I haven't seen him in a long time, so uh, really looking forward to that. Uh, he was one of my really good friends from college, so um, looking forward to seeing him uh, right before I begin my mission assignment for the winter. And then my thorn was the fact that unfortunately I had to miss a family gathering uh, in being here with Glen Mary and the, the men here in formation. I uh, had to sacrifice attending my family's Thanksgiving gathering in the Georgia mountains with my, with my aunt at my aunt's house. And um, yeah, it was a little disappointing to miss that gathering because those are some folks I don't see on a regular basis. Um, but uh, family had a great time there, and it was, it sounds like it was a really, really, really joyful gathering there, too. Um, unfortunately, there is some bad news that came out of that weekend uh, with my family on Friday. My uncle, um, my uncle Edmund, he had a health scare. He fainted and collapsed and had to be taken to the hospital, and um, that is the second time this month that that has happened. Um, to him, he uh, he fainted and had to be taken to the hospital uh, earlier this month in the first week of November, um, and now it's happened again here at Thanksgiving time. So uh, they're not really entirely sure what's going on with him, but please keep him in your prayers um, as he recovers from uh, this health issue and the unfolding. It's unfolding exact trying to figure out exactly what's wrong and everything, but they don't really know for sure. But um, yeah, just please keep him, him in your prayers as he goes through this process. And they think it's some sort of heart condition, but they're not entirely sure. So, yep, his name is Edmund, and he lives in the Boston area. So definitely keep him in your prayers, and um, yeah, hopefully they can find a solution to that. So that kind of put a damper on things um, at, the, at the Robinson Thanksgiving gathering. But uh, overall, it was... Um, it went off well, and they had a great time. So, and they had they had a huge crowd. They had about forty people there, which is um, probably a record for for that gathering. They've been doing that a long time, but I don't think they've ever gotten quite that many people. So, <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. Uh, all right, well, that's that's all I got for the rosebud thorn. And now for the remainder of this episode, I'd like to kind of touch on some different things that I'm thankful for in my own life. Uh, starting with Glen Mary, and then my friends, and then my family. Uh, so that's kind of the the setup of the remainder of the episode, uh, just to give you kind of a, a, a taste of what's coming up uh, in the next couple segments. So the first thing that I would like to give thanks and appreciation for uh, on this episode is the incredible Glen Mary family that we have here at St. Meinrad and beyond. Um, it really is a joy and a privilege to be a part of this Glen Mary community and these past few days during Thanksgiving were a wonderful reminder of that, of the incredible people that we have here in our community. Uh, both the students here at St. Meinrad and all of the people in our formation department. Um, we have a tradition here for 
uh, dating back decades, according to Father Aaron, of uh, gathering over the Thanksgiving holiday with uh, all the men in formation and all the formation staff of Glen Mary. So this year was no different. We had a really great gathering. Um, and usually we go to a retreat center of some sort. Um, the past many years, they've been going to a retreat center in Kentucky in Bowling Green, but that retreat center was unavailable this year, so they decided to come to St. Meinrad instead, and we hosted everybody here. So it was a great few days, and um, I'll go ahead and give you guys a rundown of what we did for the few days that everybody was here, and um, yeah, it was a really great time. So Wednesday, uh, people arrived Wednesday evening, and we had about 25 people or so uh, crammed into our tiny little kitchen for dinner. Um, usually it's tight with just the 12 of us here gathered around our kitchen table. So um, yeah, to have that many people was, was really tight, but also really fun um, to have all those people here. And we had a great time um, and, a, and a wonderful meal on Wednesday evening. Um, and then we went bowling. Uh, Wednesday night, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, we had about 25 of us go bowling. I had the high score, which was exciting. And then uh, Thursday, we spent the day, we prayed together and had mass, of course, um, but we spent most of the day just um, cooking and preparing for the big Thanksgiving meal, which was a very diverse meal because we have a lot of different cultures and backgrounds represented here in Glen Mary. I made jalapeno cheddar cornbread, so that was my contribution. Uh, but we had, of course, all the African guys making authentic African food, and then we have some some guys who are uh, of Asian background that made, some, made an Asian dish, and then we have some guys from southern Louisiana who made um, Cajun rice, and it was just a really good mix of different things. The Glen Mary sisters came up and they brought baked goods, so we had all of the bases covered, and it was really uh, quite the spread. It was a very unique spread because um, it was a lot of different cultures represented, which was cool. And that's one of the neat things about Glen Mary is just how, how much diversity we have even amongst such a small community. Um, we have um, uh, Father Carlos is from Mexico. We have all the guys from Kenya and Uganda. Uh, we have myself from, from South Carolina. We have some guys from, from Texas. We have some guys from Louisiana. Um, we have some, some guys from the Midwest. Um, yeah, really a lot of different regions represented. Um, and it's part of what makes Glen Mary unique is that we have all of this diversity within uh, our members uh, that we can bring with us into the mission field. So uh, it really um, is a beautiful thing to see all of these different people working together and bringing their unique gifts and talents to the table in the work that we do with Glen Mary. Um, so, yeah, and then, so we ate about two o'clock on Thursday for our big Thanksgiving meal, and then in the evening, we had a cornhole tournament and a soccer game. So that was a lot of fun and just kind of hung out. And then on Friday morning, we had a panel discussion with some of the women who help with our mission in Glen Mary. And it was really interesting 
to talk to them about their perspective as women in ministry and then also how we can serve women in our ministry uh, moving forward. The, the women that help with our um, mission are incredibly important to our overall mission and we do a lot of work with lay co-workers um, and uh, we, couldn't, we couldn't accomplish our mission without them. So we really appreciate the work of the women who support Glen Mary and help with our cause, um, both in our mission areas and also through financial support as well. Um, so yeah, that was a really interesting panel discussion and um, kind of eye-opening for me, some of the unique challenges and struggles that, that women face in ministry. Um, and uh, yeah, just a really, really, really good way to cap off the week. So um, that was the final event uh, of our schedule. And then after that, everybody kind of went their separate ways and went home. And um, then it was back to reality. Uh, I got right back to uh, doing schoolwork and working on papers as I prepare for the uh, end of the semester. So uh, yeah, but it was a, a much needed break. Um, from schoolwork this week and I am feel like I'm kind of ready to go and energized for this last week and a half of the semester and um, yeah just being around all of these folks from Glen Mary just just made me realize how special of a group this is and um, I'm incredibly blessed to be a part of it and um, to know all of these folks um, here and to be uh, be a part of the mission of Glen Mary. So, yeah, just a, a really great time with everybody. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, all I got for the... So... The first friend that I would like to highlight and express my gratitude for is one of our seminarians here on the Hill, uh, Danny Herman. He is a deacon from the Diocese of Knoxville, a transitional deacon, and he has really gone out of his way to make me feel welcomed and a part of this great community here at St. Meinrad. He is our house prefect for the House of St. Luke. And for those of you that have been following the podcast, you may remember that um, we are broken as seminarians into four houses based on the four gospel writers, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And uh, that's for the purposes of competition. We do house challenges and we have different events and meetings as a house and things like that. Um, and Danny uh, is our student representative and leader for our house. So... Um, he's done a great job as house prefect this uh, year, and um, yeah, like I said, he's just gone out of his way to, to make me feel welcomed and a part of the community, and um, yeah, I was really struck when my parents were here visiting. Um, they got to meet him, and he said some very kind words about, uh, about me uh, to my parents and how great I was and how... Um, how much I meant to the community here. So that really meant a lot to me. And um, I was able to actually this weekend uh, hear him preach on um, all of the deacons uh, in the deacon class have 
different assignments throughout the local area where they will go and actually serve as deacons and be in a parish uh, several times a month. So this weekend was Danny's assigned weekend to preach at St. Mary's Church in Huntingburg, which is about 30 minutes away. And so I took advantage of that, uh, the opportunity uh, this weekend, since I didn't have too many Glen Mary obligations to uh, go listen to him preach um, last night for the Saturday Vigil Mass. And then we went out to dinner together and then we watched some football. So it was, it was a really good evening and um, made me really appreciate uh, the friend that I have found in Danny. Um, it'll be sad to see him go after, after this year, but I know that he's going to do great things in the Diocese of Knoxville. And um, yeah, I also found out last night that uh, his dad is a deacon which is really cool. So him and his dad are both deacons at the same time. Uh, his dad being a permanent deacon, you know, he's a transitional deacon and going to be a priest um, next year. But uh, yeah, just can't say enough about Danny and the way that he has welcomed me into this community here at St. Meinrad. Um, the other folks I would like to mention are... Um, I guess starting from my childhood, growing up on Hilton Head, uh, coming back, working backwards to the present day, I'd like to begin with uh, my friend John Carter, who has been my best friend since I was about two feet tall. Um, we've been best friends since since kindergarten, and uh, you know his family practically raised me. Um, his parents are are like a second second family to me and um, really appreciate uh, having him in my life. Um, really thankful to have him as a friend in my life. Uh, and the other folk person I would like to thank from my time growing up on Hilton Head is my friend Zach Waters. A huge shout out to him and his whole family. Um, they were a huge spiritual influence on me in high school. Uh, I believe I've talked about them on the podcast before. I've had Zach and his dad on the show. and. Um, talked about the impact that they had uh, through their Bible study that they led for our cross-country team. And uh, Zach and his wife, Melina, are celebrating their first child uh, as of a few weeks ago. His name is Shepard. So we're really excited to welcome baby Shepard into the world. Uh, I had a, the opportunity to talk with Zach for the first time uh, since Shepard was born uh, this week. And uh, man, oh man, was that cool to hear how excited he got about uh, Shepard and his first baby boy. And yeah, it was just really, really special to talk to him. And it's a really special time for him. And especially, you know, with Thanksgiving coming right around the corner, they got to celebrate the first holiday with him. And um, yeah, really, really special time for the whole family. Um, so really thankful for the Waters clan and um, the impact they've had on my life. Um, mo moving on to my time at Clemson, I have um, I had basically two main friend groups. I had um, my orientation friend group, that the folks that I met from freshman orientation and just kind of maintained that friend group throughout my four years of college. And then I had um, my uh, my friends from church uh, through the Catholic Student Association. Um, 
And that friend group uh, from orientation um, was made up of five people, including me. There is myself, uh, Freddie, Morgan, Cassie, and Sam. And all five of them, or four out of the five of them, are uh, only. Freddie was the only one that wasn't able to make it, but Morgan and Cassie and Sam were all able to come and spend some time with me before I came to seminary when I had my big send-off party uh, in August, and that was really special for all of us to get get back together again because uh, we haven't really had that opportunity very often um, since college. So that was uh, really special to, to see them. And Cassie is now in China working as a English teacher for two years in China. Uh, Morgan is in Tennessee and Sam is in South Carolina. And Freddie is also in Tennessee. So really thankful for all of them as friends. I still stay in touch with all, all of them. Uh, to varying degrees, and um, I actually just got a text message this morning from from Cassie, all the way from China, uh, wishing me a happy Thanksgiving. Um, and yeah, really thankful for all the memories with those folks from Clemson. And then, um, as I mentioned in the beginning episode, my friend Matt um, is a really good friend of mine from college. He's one of the big big folks I met through the Catholic Student Association and uh, really looking forward to seeing him in a couple weeks. But again, thankful for his friendship during college and, and beyond. Um, he was really a big, um, big person for me and somebody that I was able to confide in uh, during that time. And he really challenged me to, to grow in my faith and take ownership of it. Uh, he challenged me to, you know, go to daily mass and, and be more active in my faith, to, to learn about my faith. Um, and yeah, it was just, he was just a great person uh, during that time who really pushed me. Um, and then another fo person from the uh, CSA group who I would like to say thanks and express my gratefulness for is Michaela. Uh, my friend Michaela, who lives in Dayton, Ohio, uh, I went to her wedding this week or this summer, and she is just an incredible uh, example and witness to the faith. Uh, she's like a big sister to me, and she's always she's always encouraging me and uh, praying for me, and uh, I really appreciate that. So, shout out to Michaela as well. Um, from my time in Rock Hill. Um, I would like to express my gratitude and thanks for my roommate, uh, Jacob Wilson, or my roommates, I guess I should say, Jacob Wilson and um, Sumit. Uh, they were great guys to live with, uh, especially Jacob. He was um, a fellow Christian and we had a lot of really great conversations uh, on the back porch about the faith and even though he was raised Southern Baptist, uh, he is uh, an incredibly patient and um, well-read person. He's very empathetic and caring and really, really just an incredible person to talk to. Um, he cares a lot about people and he's an incredible listener, uh, which was really great for me as somebody who uh, <laughs> likes to talk through things and um, yeah. So living with him was wonderful, and I was the best man in his wedding, uh, so that was a lot of fun. 
And then our honorary roommate from that time was a guy named Quincy, who was uh, a friend of Jacob's who became a dear friend of mine and Sumit's as well. Um, the three of us spent, or the four of us spent a lot of time together because uh, Sumit would, or Quincy would come over and hang out with us at the house. And um, yeah, so it was, it was a lot of fun um, that, that year that I spent in Rock Hill. So yeah, um, that uh, obviously I didn't cover everybody. Um, and there are a lot of people that I'm thankful for uh, that I didn't touch on, but I am incredibly blessed to have a lot of really amazing people in my life friends and family and and everywhere i go it seems that i i meet new folks and um i establish new friendships and new bonds of connection so uh i feel like that's one of my gifts and one of the things that will serve me well in the future um doing uh ministry work so yeah, really thankful for all of my friends. Uh, that was just a brief overview, but for those who didn't get a specific shout out, know that I am incredibly grateful for your presence in my life and uh, the ways in which you inspire me to um, continue striving for holiness. And last but not least in the folks that I am really thankful for is my family. I have been incredibly blessed with a wonderful set of parents who have loved me and supported me in all that I've done. Um, they've been an incredible example and model to me of what it means to persevere in marriage. Um, they've been married for, gosh, 34 years now. Um, and... Uh, yeah, it hasn't always been easy, and uh, but they, they've run a business together my entire life and modeled to me what it means to, um, to really work hard and be proud of something. Uh, they they put a, take a lot of pride in the work that they do uh, at the candy store, and it shows in the quality of the product and the, the customers who keep coming back year in, year, in and year out. Um, because they put a lot of hard work and um, they definitely have the secret ingredient of the Krabby Patties, which is love. Um, they put a lot of love into the work that they do and the, and the product that they make. Um, uh, I also have two wonderful siblings, uh, both older than me. I'm the baby. Uh, my older sister has two kids, uh, Liza and William. So they have been an absolute joy to us the last several years. Um, Liza is now four and William is one. So um, really looking forward to uh, watching the two of them grow up. Um, it's already incredible to see how big Liza has gotten uh, and she's starting to talk now and have conversations and it's just a really fun time to be an uncle, uh, especially because I'm an uncle and I don't have to live with them all the time. <laughs> Uh, Sarah might beg to differ on this being a very fun and exciting time because she's the one that has to deal with Liza's attitude all the time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I know that, that she really loves her children and uh, she does a great job. Her and Doug both uh, do a great job of uh, providing her with a great environment to grow up in. So um, yeah, uh, really love 
them and my brother he does kayak and paddleboard tours on Hilton Head so he's still living in living on Hilton Head uh in the in the area and um yeah uh, he's doing really well too so really thankful for uh great family and also my extended family too uh is really really incredible my my dad's one of five and my mom's one of eight so I have a lot of aunts and uncles and first cousins and they're all incredibly supportive of me and the things that I do um they all um it's it's amazing how much we all talk and communicate and love each other my mom has a group chat a very active family group chat with all eight of her siblings and she gets people all the time tell her how amazing it is that she has eight brothers and sisters and they all love each other and they all talk to each other you know nobody's estranged from the family or anything and it's it's pretty incredible to see uh and it's an incredible witness to the world um of the power of family and what a big family means and what it can do uh i mean my grandmother raised eight kids and all eight of them still remained well not all eight but seven out of the eight remained catholic and um were able to pass the catholic faith on to their kids and um raise them in the catholic church which is amazing uh in today's day and age so um yeah huge shout out to my grandmother for instilling those values uh those values of faith and into her kids and then you know now the next generation is continuing that on so it's really cool to um yeah to have such a big family who all loves me and supports me in so many different ways and um yeah i got to see some of them when i was uh on hilton head before coming up here um uh, but unfortunately i did miss the family gathering on my dad's side for thanksgiving but i'm sure there will be another ch another opportunity uh at some point in the near future to connect with all those people i have uh my aunt on my dad's side aunt maggie she uh she and i have become pen pals this fall because she likes to write letters uh so she wrote me a letter uh when i first started seminary and then i responded and then she responded back and now it's just become a thing so uh yeah we've been going back and forth uh all fall with that and uh sharing different different things and that's been a really unique and special way to connect with her um and really thankful for that so um i've yeah m not many people these days are, are pen pals and write letters back and forth just for the sake of writing a letter you know uh nowadays you can there's so many other ways you can communicate with people most people are like well why bother writing a letter but it takes intentionality and it takes a little bit of extra time and thought and effort and that doesn't go unnoticed um when you when you take that extra time to to put that extra effort in to um to send a handwritten letter it means a lot to people um so yeah so maybe next time that you're um thinking about thanking somebody consider handwriting a thank you card instead of um just typing an email because you never know what kind of an impact that might have um, 
often it's the little things that make the most impact. Uh, and sometimes you don't even realize the kind of seeds that you're planting with your generosity. So, yeah. Um, and with that, I will go ahead and wrap up this week's episode. I do have a wink of the week to share, so stay tuned for that in the next segment. And, um, yeah, I hope you have enjoyed uh, hearing about me giving thanks for all the different people in my life. Um, as you probably have noticed, I focused on the people because ultimately the people are really the most important part of all of our lives. And that's what our lives are ultimately oriented towards is relationships, relationships with other people and most importantly, our relationship with God for eternity, because that's what we're all shooting for. That's what we're all aiming for, is uh, eternal life in heaven with God. And um, that idea needs to be at the forefront of our minds as we travel here through earth. Um, we need to remember that our earth is just a temporary home, and it's not our true home, and we are on our way to heaven, which is our real home. And the more we can remember that and not lose sight of that, the better off we will be. Um, so I am incredibly grateful for every single person who listens to this podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time. And I hope that this time has been fruitful for you and um, you gain something from, from my insights from today. So. Have a wonderful week and stay tuned for next week's episode. So for this week's Wink of the Week segment, I would like to give a shout out to one of our vocation prospects who joined us for our Thanksgiving gathering here at St. Meinrad, uh, Thomas. He is from Maryland, which is the same state where uh, Father Bishop, our founder, was from. And uh, Father Bishop was a part of the Diocese of Baltimore. He was ordained as part of the Diocese of Baltimore, and then he moved to a small, he was assigned, excuse me, to a small rural parish outside of Baltimore, and that's where he discovered his passion for rural ministry. So, um, yeah, kind of a neat little connection there between uh, this new vocation prospect, Thomas, and uh, our original founder, Father Bishop. So, that is our wink of the week for this week. It didn't directly involve me, but it's still really a cool small world moment, and um, yeah, a testament to the strange ways in which God brings us all together. Uh, his plan is so much greater than anything we could ever plan. And um, yeah, it's just incredible to watch it unfold. So. Thank you for tuning in for this week's episode of the Future Father Dave podcast. I'm eternally grateful for this opportunity to share my journey with you. And I pray that in sharing my story, I can inspire you in your own spiritual journey.